All right. This is Off Trail. Off Trail. Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And this is Off Trail. Is Off Trail. It's great. And we're going to have to just keep playing with that intro. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Just it's fun. I like mix it. Mix it up. Yeah. But uh, this will be a fun episode, I think. I'm excited about this um, one. You know, but I think uh, before we get into that, I just want to say something real quick. You know, I'm getting low on pink juice. And uh, I see you're getting low on pink juice, too. But the viewers at home don't know that we're actually low on pink juice for different reasons. Why are you low on pink <laughs> juice, Chandler? <laughs> well, I mean, well, you see, so we're we're drinking out of these really fancy, fancy glasses, fancy wine glasses. We're we're sophisticated. We're pretty prestigious here at Bushwhacker HQ. Um, and uh, almost said it again. Well, you see, my clumsy self knocked my glass over and spilled pink juice. All over this table. Yeah, but yep. three minutes ago it was covered in pink juice. It was covered in pink juice, and we thought we we thought we lost our audio equipment, but no, we're fine. Wait, our audio equipment? This okay, your audio equipment. Sorry. Audio equipment. Under Bushwhackers HQ. No, everything. I bought this like five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, this is going to be a fun episode. We're going to do a little mailbag episode. Yeah. Q&A. A little Q&A. Ask me anything. This is the first time I've ever done a Q&A. Yeah, I've never done one on my account. I, I know a lot of people do them. And it's, I've never really, uh, I just assumed nobody cares enough to do yeah. it me. So. And, and you know, it's um, it'll be fun. And we're doing it kind of like through and for bushwhackers. It's not like it's necessarily supposed to be questions about you. Us, or, us specifically, yeah, yeah. Hopefully geared towards bushwhackers, though. We can give you a little sneak hint preview that there is definitely a couple... Weird ones. Oh yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get into it. Jenny, yeah. you got a good question to start us out. I got. Um, let's see. Read the question. And tell us who it's from. So let's do this first question, uh, which came from our good buddy uh, Bryce Doherty. Ah, Bryce, love Bryce. Um, he asked, "Why does Chandler always shave his beard?" And well, Bryce, that's because he's twelve. That's because I can't grow a beard. Because he's twelve. Because you have to stop telling people I'm 12. But they're going to believe it. But you tell people that. Fair enough. Moving on. <laughs> Next question. Hey, do you, want, you go. I'll go. Let's see what I got here. Okay. Oh, this is another good one about Chandler. From our good friend, Ben Thire. Oh, my gosh. Ben Jobiwan on Instagram. Let's hear it. What is up with Chandler's foot obsession? Is he okay? Next question. Okay, we're just going to move on. Okay? If we're not going to do that, we're going to do this one from our good buddy, Road Dog Travel, Luke Stankiewicz. Stank- Stank- Stankiewicz? Road Dog, I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. I actually don't know how to say your last name. Yeah. But you're still a good friend of ours. He's great. The question is, it's very intimate, boxers or briefs? I think it's for you to answer. Nothing. Just kidding. Um <laughs> Briefs for sure, all the way. Yeah, same. Yeah. Solid question. Solid question. Next question. Thank you, Road Dog. Um, let's do this question from Will Mars. He asks, "Do you guys ever plan on doing a international bushwhacker trip?" Not with you, Will. Yeah, just kidding, Will. He wouldn't fit on a plane. No, he's tall so, too. Yeah, Slenderman. Slenderman. But um. No, I think 
you know, that is definitely something that is on our radar. Yeah. You know, it's tough because, especially in an international trip, there's a ton more planning and logistical stuff to take care of. Yeah. I mean, you got to go through customs. So, yeah. like, like that alone is already another hurdle. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone would need passports. There's just more to it. Yeah. And right now, with where we're at with bushwhackers, it's just not something we can feasibly do. Yeah. But yeah. that's okay. We do a lot of good stuff now, but international will be good. Yeah. We want point. to at some point. Yeah. You know, oh. and, like, if we get to the point where we can run workshops, like, you know, we could we, do an I- Iceland workshop. Yeah, we can do Iceland. Like a bushwhacker trip to Iceland would be so uh, cool. Yeah. I mean, um, so, so yes, the answer is we will consider mm-hmm. international stuff. But at this very moment, we're just not in the right place to do that. But it yeah. is definitely something that we're going to, to look at one day. Yep. And that'll be fun because, you know, it'll just open up new doors for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, the only place that I've been out of the country, besides Niagara Falls, which... It does, doesn't count. It, no. Is Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. Yeah. And Cabo's sweet. Yeah. But let's be real. It's not like it's really international travel. Yeah, yeah not really. So, um, it, I've never been out of the country, so... You've probably been out of Utah. I've Just been. kidding. <laughs> but, um, but it will be fun mm-hmm. to one day do something like that yeah and in, in not just international stuff but just doing trips to to places that are farther away say like to cannon beach mm-hmm. like the oregon coastline yeah like we could do you know workshops out there which would be a lot be of fun amazing. To go doing do. the whole oregon coast yeah, or going up or to like north cascades yeah in washington yeah like We'll get to a point one day where stuff like that will be feasible for us. Yeah. And it's not going to be, like, often by any means, but, you know, we can set something like that up once, twice a year, Mm -hmm. and eventually, you know, have quite a bit of of options like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's just... It's like you said, you know, there's there's a lot of planning and logistical stuff that has to go into that, and we just... We have so much that we're focusing on right now that it's just, like... We have time to think yeah. about it right now. I mean, so. in a lot of what we've already done, what we're planning for, it's like we just we have a general idea. Like, oh, we're going down to the desert. It's BLM land. We can basically camp anywhere, mm-hmm. and we know the area so well that we actually don't really have to plan anymore, yeah. which makes trips ten times it's easier. so much easier. Yeah, it's like if I want to go down to St. George, it's like I know exactly where everything is. I know where I can camp. Like. I have backups for backups for my backups yeah. for camping spots. Like We've already done all the research, so it's like we don't have to. It's just we know where it all is. Yeah, so, so it's it's just easy to do that stuff mm-hmm. and not have to put all the extra time in that something like an international trip would realistically require. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's obviously um, more liability issues with doing something like international trip too, which at some point we will be capable of taking on. Yeah. So it's it'll be in the works yeah. at some point, Will, but you're going to have to be patient. Yeah. Just wait. All right. Next question. I think you got another good one over there probably, I've, right? I've got a couple, yeah. Okay, let's let's hear one. Um let's do let's see here. 
Let's do this question from our friend. Uh, let's see. What is his last name? Our friend Nick. Nick Amp. Um, he's out in California. He asked, does Squatch have a family? Squatch does have a family. You know, I, I really wish Squatch could be here right now. I know. To tell us himself. Yeah. Um, he's currently out running some errands. But, um, you know, it's. I will say it's also a little tough to get some of this info out of Squatch. And yeah, he's a little bit... He's he's shy. Yeah. You know, he's learning to come out to, to humans. <laughs> but um, But the other thing that makes it tough is that he actually doesn't know English very well. Yeah, it's so, funny. So he, we have to find a translator. Yeah, he he doesn't really know. He's not totally cued in on speaking it yet, but like he can type, you know. Yeah, well, he he uses Google Translate, <laughs> you know. They added squatch and ease to to Google Translate. So it's easy enough for him, you know. But um yeah, so he's got a family, to get back to the question. Yeah. Um, you know, he he grew up in in the PNW, mm-hmm. never staying in one place too long because you know, they got chased around. So yeah, yeah um, you can't. But when you're um, being hunted, it's yeah, it's tough you know. to to really settle down with yeah. your family. But but he he does have a family. There's a mama squatch and a papa squatch. Yeah. Um, and he does have he he's told us a handful of siblings, mm-hmm. but he does have an extensive amount of cousins. Yep, he does. And they've done family trips. He said he he's told me about the time they went to. Um, the Indiana Dunes National Park. Oh yeah, for a family vacation, and That's right, it yeah. sounded like an amazing time. Yeah, it's actually higher on his list than I would have imagined it would be. Yeah, he's got a pretty extensive, like national park, like ranked. He, he oh, has them all ranked. He's and stuff, been to and all. He's of been them. to all of them. Yeah, I mean, he's the realist of bushwhackers. Yeah, he's been to sixty-three out of sixty-three national parks. There's sixty-three, yeah. right? Yeah, you yeah. know, I think he's even told me like. He knows what one they're going to make the 64th park, and he's also been there. Oh, he has? Yes. Well, I dude, mean, he's got all the inside. He's been around. He's got the inside scoop on everything. He's got an impressive so. history. Um, well, when you're as old as he is, like, you, you've seen, yeah. you know, he's seen yeah. some stuff. He, he so. has, you know, and in that also, you know, it's tough because we don't have too many details of, of his backstory. Yeah, he's a little bit more quiet about you know stuff with his family and stuff so. yeah he kind of hinted that something happened and yeah he just doesn't like to talk about it but yeah. that's okay we're not gonna we're not gonna pressure him yeah no we 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 love having squatch around and we don't want him to you know feel like you know we, we a lot of people really want a lot of info on squatch just because he's squatch he's squatch yeah so like we, we try to you know respect that privacy so. yeah and you know he doesn't really have use access to all the technology we do, so yeah, it's hard to get hold of him sometimes. Sometimes it he is. just likes to go up in the mountains and hang out, and we don't hear from him for days. Yeah, and he just he shows back up and just to get another stash of Oreos and yeah, I mean he hasn't been off. posting lately. Yeah, I actually hope you know he was okay for all that time. I'm sure he has, you know, but 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 next question. Next question. Um, I think. Do you want to go? I got one here. Okay. Um. So this one is from our friend who. Stayed with us recently, and funny enough, is actually um, about 15 feet to my left right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bryce uh, Campbell. We had him on the podcast, Bush Talk. Bryce, what's up, buddy? What's up? Bryce submitted a question. 
What is the weirdest town you've traveled to? The weirdest town? The weirdest town. Oh, that's that's actually interesting. I have the first. I'll go. I'll go first because the, yeah. the the first one that comes to mind is Shiprock, New Mexico. Oh, okay. We I think we have the same one because I would agree. And you know, it's tough to really say what it is yeah. about that place there's a there's an air there it's it's just a weird vibe yeah and it, it's nothing to do with the people it's it's something about it just being really close and connected to native american culture yeah that it's just it's a different feel yeah and it takes some getting used to um but that is the that's the first one that comes to mind yeah that was weird because that trip that we did um down there back in february you know, we got there. We were trying to find a camping spot, and um, we got told, like, don't stay here because you could get robbed. And so we had to drive somewhere else and, you know, go stay in a motel somewhere. But, yeah, that was a that was an interesting town. So, yeah. Yeah, that was. Next uh, question. Next question. Let's see here. Um, another one from Road Dog. Road Dog, coming in clutch coming with in the clutch questions. With I'm the sure questions. this one's good as well. This one's good. This one's going to be, I think you're going to like this one. Oh, gosh. So he asked, Chevy or Ford? And I think to... Road re- Dog. I think to respect the question, you know, we're both Toyota guys. All of us here are Bushwhackers. For good reasons. Yeah. Um, our to- you know, we're all Toyota peeps. We're going to leave Toyota out of it. We already know that Toyota's the best. But between Chevy and Ford... So we're picking the best loser. Yeah, ba- pretty much. Okay. Yeah, that's. I like the framing of that better. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate this question from Road Dog. Yeah, he's still a good friend though. Yeah, Chevy or Ford? Well, I have. Hmm. I I have an answer, and I would choose Ford. Yeah. And to be tr- honest, I don't have great reasons. Yeah. I feel like maybe the Ford Ranger has been um, updated more recently Mm -hmm. than the Colorado. And I guess I'm also looking at this more so from the framing of just trucks and nothing else. Yeah. Truly nothing else matters to me. But um, when I, and again, I don't have good reasons for this, and I'll probably get some good, good feedback from this from people, but when I see a Chevy Colorado out on the road, I do laugh to myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. I just think, why didn't you get a Tacoma? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I've seen a lot of people building out Colorados recently I into it's like overlanding vehicles. I just, I've seen several people doing it. See, I just don't look for those people. Well, but not all of us are, you know, you know, as high on a, our horse as you are. You know, so. Tacoma's just the greatest. Yeah. But, but so I don't know. Like, I, I don't care much for the Colorado. Yeah. Not that I have a great reason to say that. And, and I've always said, if I was going to get a full-size pickup, that I would get the F-150. Yeah. And, I, I again, I don't really have a great reason for that. But yeah. but I would get an F-150. I wouldn't get a Tundra, yeah. um, much to Bryce Campbell's disdain. But um, but I, I would get the F-150. Mm-hmm. I think just maybe I like the look of it or, or something. But it, Well, it's, I mean... They're built Ford Tough, too, you know, so that's yeah, nice. Yeah, Ford Tough, yeah. I mean, I would agree. Um I think, uh, you know, Ford is, it, it, it's funny. Like, I've 
don't know if you've ever driven a Ford Focus or a Ford Fiesta. No, a Ford Fiesta. I've totaled a Ford Focus. Well, so you have. You've experienced it. I think so. I, I at one point I drove a Ford Fiesta as a rental car. Worst Was this before or after you ran your Jetta? I into am the going to. We're not going to talk <laughs> about this. You jerk. Um, long before the Salt Flats incident. Um, no, I drove a Ford Fiesta as a rental car. The worst car I've ever driven in my entire life. Hmm. I just I hated every second of driving that car, and I. I just think Ford never did a good job at making cars. Their trucks are obviously better. You know, everybody drives their trucks. Everybody drives yeah. F one fifties, and yeah. you know, the, I, the Raptor is obviously Raptor's incredible. Sick. It looks yeah. amazing. It's so cool. And you know, I I used to drive uh, an Escape. That's right. I remember and, that. Yeah. And it was a great car. Yeah, I did like it. You know, it just it was two wheel drive, and it wasn't suitable for what I needed here in Utah. It yeah. was fine for back in the Midwest, but. Not here. I needed something with four wheel. Yeah. Um, so I had to change out. But I will tell you one thing, and you're going to agree with this, that honestly, I, in a way, it almost does start to push Toyota a little bit. And it would is the only thing I think I would consider switching away from the Tacoma for. And that's the new Bronco. I was just going to say, yeah. That new Bronco, that Bronco is amazing. Is, it's it's freaking sick. It not is. not the sorry, not the sports. Sorry, no, all sorry. you sport owners. Yep. Sorry, you're just sorry, Kevin Schultz. But yeah, I, the sports are not as great as the main ones. No, you're a bunch of wannabes. Um, but um, the 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 good Broncos are sick when they're built out. The the thing is, I don't know if there's a car that looks better built out than that Bronco. I don't know that there is. They they I, like they genuinely are. They're super cool. They they look. Beefy, yeah, and they look bad. They look, they look yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, and I want one. Yeah, same. I've heard that they, you know, there's. It, it, this is the tricky thing with with Ford versus Toyota is, I've I've heard that a lot of people have had problems with transmission or engi- engine issues with the Bronco and whatnot. But you know, you don't typically get those with Toyotas, and that's that's why I chose that's my, why we chose Toyota. Yep. You know, um, but that you can't deny how freaking cool. The Bronco no. is. The, the Bronco is easily what puts Ford in the number two slot for me. Yeah. That alone. Honestly, yeah. get rid of all the other Fords. I don't, I don't even need the Ranger at this point. Nope. But I just want a Bronco. No F-150. Mustang, stupid. Yeah. Just keep like, the Bronco. I, I think one day, when I, you know, and I dream of this day when I have tons of money, mm-hmm. but I will have my beloved Tacoma. Yeah. In Army Green. Yep. Built out. Look amazing. But I will also have Go a Bronco. Go fast camper on top go fast but i will also have a bronco that would be sweet that's the life yeah i dream of that day do you i do that's nice i'm glad you sleep well yeah all right you got another question there i'm actually out of questions so let's uh let's go to yours see what you got nobody likes you so yeah that's true um i'm gonna go over to the pull a question from here real quick we got a couple. Let, let the record show I'm out of pink juice because I've drinking all mine. Well, I, you know what's funny is I spilled mine, and I'm still not out of pink juice. So try harder. Um, By definition, I've tried harder. <laughs> that's, that's, can we cut that? Can we? No. <laughs> all right. We have a question here from Bryce Campbell. Again? Again. Wow. Bryce. He's question happy today. I appreciate your support. I know. He's just, he's over there 
the wheels are spinning. Yeah, he's just cheesing over there. I know. He's okay. got his cane. He's cut. so happy with that happy camper hat on. Oh, my gosh. What a cutie. Oh, he took it off. Now he's mad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's happy again. <laughs> the middle finger. No. Oh. Um, okay, so he asked, what is one place you never want to photograph again? Easy. Mesa Arch. Mesa Arch. And you've been to Mesa Arch how many times? Never. Yeah. I've been Never once. been, but I don't want to go and shoot it. Yeah, never. I'm sorry. It's just, you know, and this is probably a good time to talk about it. Yeah, let's get this. Yeah, let's. Because I, I don't know. That as shot. We, as we say on the uh, the uh, Bushwhacker U series, let's dive in. We do a lot of diving in on Oh, that. you say that? Yeah. Okay, let's dive right cool. in. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. The Mesa Arch, the traditional one that people take, is just not a photo that I like. I mean, yeah. And, and I quite literally have zero desire to go shoot that. I Yeah, I feel the same way, and, I, and I'm sure you feel it for the two reasons, too. But there's the fact of it's not a composition that I'm real excited about. No. I don't really care for it. The second part is every other person and their dog takes that photo. And when you go to take a photo, I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter when you show up. There's going to be so many other people there. Like the one time I went, it was on like a Wednesday afternoon in the middle of a thunderstorm. And there was still like 15 people at that dang arch. That dang arch, which would fit in this room, it's tiny. It's like, how, like why is this cool? Sorry. I, uh, maybe this is an unpopular opinion from both of us, but. Yeah, I mean, I've never even seen it. Like, I, I, I know nothing about it besides the photos I see of it. Yeah. And it does not interest me at all. No. Like, if I can go my whole life having never gone there, I will die a happy man. I think that's your goal is to never go there. It, it, it kind so, of is. Yeah. It kind of is. But, yeah, it's just not a shot. Like, when I see it, I'm like, nope, don't like it. Yeah. Now, I do want to be fair. And I have said this publicly. It was a while back. I don't remember when. But there is a shot or a composition at least, but the first shot that I saw of this composition from our buddy Scott Osborne. I was just thinking about this, yeah. And I, I hate to admit it, but I did like his shot at Mesa Arch. But yeah. that's because he showed the whole arch. Yeah. And it wasn't just looking through the little slot and cutting off the top half of your photo. Mm-hmm. He actually had a unique composition of it that I thought was it was good, and I appreciate that. Yeah. That's what's tricky about Mesa Arch is it's the fact that there are so many people who show up there, it's really hard to get something that's unique. I mean, there's, there's no room to even stand. So, I mean, you're, you're crammed right up against that arch. So it's like, well, you could back up and take a, you know, a full-size picture of it, but then you have all the people in the arch or in the, in the shot. So it's just it's a tricky spot to get like a good composition of the arch itself. Now, the overlook that's around the arch, that's on the other side of the arch, that you know, the, what you look through the arch to see, that's super cool. That's amazing. And there, there's tons of photo opportunity there. But it's like you have to go around the arch. So. Yeah. Now, um, I guess let's try and actually answer the question to be – I guess you did. I didn't. Yeah. But well, I think I have a different – You have another question? No, a different answer. A different answer. A okay. different answer. Great. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. You yeah, go first. I'll say it, it is tough. So the question – I want to make sure I got this right, was what place do you not want to go back to? What is one place you never want to photograph again? Oh, man. 
never want to photograph again. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's so hard because of all the places that we've gone, because the trick, I think, is you can shoot things differently. So, you know, one of the things that comes to mind is maybe like toadstool hoodoos. Mm -hmm. I've shot that, and I think it's okay, but I know you can shoot it astro. Yeah. So it's like, I would maybe like to get that one day. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's tough when you think of all those different options of how you can shoot. Um, that makes it a little harder, I think. So I don't know if I have a good answer, actually, because like there are different ways to shoot everything. Yeah. Because um, so even, even a place like um, Crater Lake, like I went to, like it was really cool. Yeah. And I got a couple of photos at least that I that I like, but it's not like I was stoked about those photos. Yeah. But even then, I know there's a Milky Way photo that I want to get there. Yeah. So it's like it's tough until you've really done like shot something in all the ways it can be shot mm -hmm. like that. I'm not saying just get a different composition, but you know, to like exhaust the options of Milky Way, sunrise, sunset, like all those. It's kind of tough. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's like, I have a place, and you know about this place, and I don't know how many times I've shot at this place trying yeah. to get something unique. Yeah. And it's really hard to get something that's, like, super unique at this place. And so in my, for, you know, my, my knee-jerk reaction is, like, I never want to photograph here again because I've tried it a hundred times, and I think I've kind of milked it as far as I can go, you know? And... But still, when I think about, like, well, I can do Astro and I can do all these other things, then I'm like, well, maybe I'm not done shooting there, you know? Yeah, that, so. that's the tough part. But I know what place you're talking about, and I could say the same thing. Yeah. You know? Um, there's another place that's close to that area that I would put in that list maybe. Um, but, but I think that leads into um, another conversation. This wasn't really part of the question, but it's more so along the lines of, do I need to shoot a place again? Yeah, and we, you and I have had this conversation. Yeah, and I, I think this would make for an interesting conversation to end this episode on. Yeah. So I have a shot of uh, this place down in southern Arizona, or northern I guess it's actually northern Arizona. Yeah. yeah, it's right near the border of Arizona and Utah. And it's it's a pretty, I guess, well-known shot you see it a lot mm -hmm. on instagram but i got that shot with an incredible looking sky and the way that i shot the composition is really the only composition to shoot of that place yeah i mean i guess suppose you could really try but but it's the main it's the best composition that there really is yeah and so after I got that photo and edited it, I had the thought went through my mind. It's like, no matter how many times I shoot this place again, I will never, chances are, I will never get a better photo than what I got there. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, why would I even bother setting my camera up there again? Yeah. At that, at that particular spot. Because... Why am I? Why do I need to 
you know, shoot, get more frames of that. If quite literally, it's going to take a miracle to get a better sky than that. Yeah. Be, get better conditions. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. No. And so it's, it's, it's an interesting feeling because it kind of takes, it takes a location off of your list in a way. Yeah. Now, like, I don't need to go back. Do I want to go back? Sure. It's a really cool place. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. But I don't need to photograph it again. Yeah. I think it just, you know, it makes an opportunity where you can just, um, you know, you can go back and you can just kind of enjoy it more rather than focus on, like, what photos am I going to get? Yeah. So. Yeah. But, but you don't want to force a photo, too. So. No. Yeah. You don't want to do that. But but it is a, almost a strange feeling to look at a place that is popular and be like, if I go there, I have no reason to set up my camera yeah. at that spot again. Yeah. And it, it's, I don't know, it's just a weird feeling to have. Yeah. Um, but it's something, too, that I think, like, that, that in a way, that's that's kind of the goal yeah. of what we're doing. It's like, that's why you go out and pursue a great sky at a spot. And it's why you keep going back to all these places over and over again is to try and get that shot that basically finishes it for you. So you, that you never have to go back again. Mm-hmm. Like you, that you'll never be wondering, well, what if this happened? Yeah. And like for right now, I have, there's two spots, that spot and somewhere else. Actually, the spot we mentioned earlier that I've had, I have shots like that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm done there. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, like, I have the same way, you know, I have a couple of places where it's like, it's about as good as it's going to get. You know, that's always, it's not that I'll never go shoot there again, but it's like, right. I don't go there and I don't stress about like, oh, I need to get like my dream shot of this location anymore. I just go and enjoy it now. So yeah, it just makes it nice. Which is good. It's, you know, it allows you to really be present yeah, there. Exactly. And, and, and it's, it's a good place to be in. I'm not complaining yeah. by any means. I got a great photo and now I can really enjoy places for what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So, well. I think that's it. Yeah. That was a good episode, too. That was really good, yeah. I think this mailbag thing is something that needs to happen more. And for all of you out there listening, submit questions anytime you want. Yeah. Leave comments on this YouTube video. Hit us up on Instagram. Throw questions our way. Um, We'd love to make more of these videos and really engage with you guys in this fashion. Um, And as you can see, this is a little bit more of a fun, casual setting anyway. So Yeah, we're spilling pink juice and... Yeah. Yeah, almost ruining all my audio equipment, yeah, but that's okay. It's fine, you know, it's no big deal. So if you're out there and listening and you like this, be sure to subscribe. Hit that notification bell just so, you know, you get notified when yeah. we launch a new video. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you care to, like this video. That helps us out. And, uh, you know. Hit, hit the bell button. Leave a comment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah be good. So S- what what are they? Smash that. Smash, smash that, like, that like button. 2022 style. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, everyone? What?